Hello and welcome to the Kosher Kids Right podcast. I am Skip LaCour. So glad you're joining me here today. The Kosher Kids Right podcast, the Kosher Kids Right website, all my social media platforms. Uh, my mission is to give you some things to think about, provide you with tremendous value if you are the parent of a child five to eight years old. It's your first time through with your children five to eight years old, and you want to help them become great athletes right from the very start. Mentally, physically, emotionally, great athletes right from the very start. And you want to enjoy and maximize the tremendous personal development that comes along with their participation in sports while you're in the right place. In this podcast, I want to talk about empowering your child with the growth mindset, instilling the growth mindset in your kids to help them along their sports journey. What, what is this growth mindset that I'm talking about? Where does that come from? Well, you know, I was turned on by an educator about this great book that I really recommend you reading uh, by Carol Dweck, a PhD at Stanford, and the book is called Mindset, The New Psychology of Success. Right? I really want you to read it. Not only will it help you be a better coach uh, to your kids, you'll also be a better example of the right mentality because if you live by it, right? We as parents, we got to lead by example. It's a great personal development book uh, for, for me, for, for we adults, uh, and setting that example that we want to uh, teach our kids this growth mindset. Uh, a better parent, a better coach to our kids, a better supporter, a better teacher, right? So uh, what is this growth mindset that is talked about? Well, first of all, there's the growth mindset, right? And that's uh, compared to, contrasted with the fixed mindset. So all throughout the book, talks about this growth mindset and then the opposite of having the growth mindset would be the fixed mindset. So let's just talk about uh, the growth mindset and also uh, all the suggestions they uh, talk about how to instill this uh, in your children and how it applies to sports. I'll give you some uh, things that I think about as I, uh, if I really work on empowering my kids with this growth mindset and some examples of things to do and not do uh, that they give in the book, all right? So uh, the growth mindset loves the challenge. Get your kids to love the challenge of sports. Uh, believes in effort. Growth mindset believes in effort. Loves to practice and get better. Resilient in the face of setback. Right? Resilient in the face of setbacks. Intrigued by mistakes. Looks for new strategies. Right, looks for new systems. We talked about the systems, ways of uh, getting their accomplished goals, new systems, right? Keeps learning and turns setbacks into future successes. That sounds great. That's the epitome of a coachable kid, right, uh, for sports, right? Loves the challenge, believes in effort, loves to practice and get better, resilient in the face of setbacks, intrigued by mistakes, looks for new strategies, looks for new systems. I think I threw that in there in my notes. Keeps learning and turns setbacks into future successes. All right, wow, that's, that does sound great, right? So uh, I suggest that you read the book. 
You know, I was, uh, I think, I, you know, I'm always on uh, social media, TikTok, Instagram, all the short reels. And uh, this stuck out on me, and it was probably a couple years, you know, after I read the book, <laughs> uh, uh, The Mindset, The New Psychology of Success. So this was pretty recently, and I, I, I saw this. Uh, I don't even know who to credit. Uh, and it was a coach, and uh, and I was I, I took notes and I printed it out and I have it around and it says here the mindset of an athlete who is getting better every day how an elite athlete learner thinks about skill building and it's for affirmations right we talked about affirmations we talked about identity we'll talk more about that in these podcasts but it takes this mindset of an athlete who's getting better every day how an elite athlete learner thinks about skill building. And so here, here are these affirmations. Um, one, building skills takes time and effort. I will invest the time and be tenaciously persistent. Two, I understand that discomfort is a part of the process. If I avoid discomfort, I will prevent learning. Number three, I will make mistakes and they will teach me. And then four, I want feedback from coaches. When I saw this recently, I said, wait a second. This is just affirmations about how somebody uh, absorbed and learned from and made it their own uh, from, uh, from Carol Dweck's book, Mindset, The New Psychology of Success. But aren't those great things to instill in your kid? All right, so, uh, you know, there, there, there are steps in the book and these things, you know, to, we'll talk about it now, read the book, and we can uh, delve into it uh, deeper. But I, I think that the concept, uh, the growth mindset versus fixed mindset, it's pretty, it's pretty simple. But once you get turned on to it, I mean, you just can see it applying all the time and, you know, how you're working with kids in the backyard. I know five to eight years old how, <laughs> how uh, impatient you might get from time to time. And if you're like that, you're not alone, right? So... The growth mindset accepts flaws and mistakes as opportunities for improvement, recognizes setbacks as a part of the learning process, sees intelligence as something that can be developed, embraces challenges, and even probable failure and open to feedback, right? So how do you develop those great qualities? One is they talk about praising effort, Right and and not wow you you're such an awesome player you did so great in the game, right? Um, you know it's about the effort that they give. Wow, you are such a hard worker. You are such a hard worker. You practice hard. You pay attention. You practice like in the game. You know and and where I immediately apply that I th I thought that was uh, brilliant uh, is that with my kids and I talk about it. The object is to if we have uh, in whatever sport, we try to touch the ball six times a week for that practice, right? And the goal is when you sit your butt in the seat to go to the game, in the car to go to the game, if you can say to yourself that you gave a 15 out of 10 effort in practice, all right, or you, know, you really had high standards, you have already won. You did what the system, the program that daddy <laughs> outlined. Uh, you gave it your best effort. You showed up. You didn't make excuses. We didn't miss any, right? That's where they need our support. But they've already won. I let them know they've already won. When we get in the car, 
to go to the games. I asked them that, right? Now, there's one th- uh, another thing that I, I always say to my kids is they can learn through discipline or they can learn through tears. That's the way I call it, right? Because if they don't do well in a game or they know maybe if they've disappointed themselves, you know, there's a lot of times, you know, they have these tears, right? Um, there's many, many times, you know, I've, you know, you know how it is with kids. I, I tell them a hundred times, do this, do this, do this. Uh, they don't understand the fundamentals and how the fundamentals are their foundation to everything. They're looking at the outcome a lot of times. You know, that's part of being a kid. You got to tell them over and over and over again. But I remember, uh, but I always tell them that. And, and I, I really do because we will do more to avoid pain than we will do for pleasure, right? Even children, that's just the human condition. That's something I learned with all my years with Tony Robbins. We will do more to avoid pain than we will to go for through pleasure. And so there's a lot of times I'll make up scenarios because I know what the outcome that that they want to, uh, as an athlete, as a player, to contribute to the team, uh, to uh, their personal goals as a team. I mean, they've got these visions. We, We talk about that a lot. But if they don't, work hard you know I, I create a downside plenty with plenty of them time to feel that pain and then to do something about it and to work hard you know i never really do that when they sit in the car and say you know you're not going to do very well because uh you didn't put in your six days of practice and you weren't paying attention you made excuses right <laughs> even if they didn't put a 15 out of 10 i would never you know apply that 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 pain to them beforehand all right but i do make them think you know, you get grown up, they got to develop, uh, you know, a mindset of their own. And uh, they got they got to answer because it's the game, you know, they're nervous. And I, I, that's another thing I tell my kids. I mean, look, Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, they were nervous before every practice, let alone every game. You're just doing what the best do, helping them, you know, deal with being nervous, right? We all remember how that is. With sports, hell, we're nervous for them before the games, right? Uh, but... While they're there, they got to really reflect while they're nervous. When they feel that pain, while they're worried, if they're going to come through, how important it is uh, to them. Uh, they alone have to answer that question. What type of effort did they give? Now, I hope everything turns out. Most of the time, I guess it does. But in the, that moment, when they're uncertain of how the game is going to turn out, uh, they have to think about, did I really? Did I really put in that effort? And again, the growth mindset is even if they didn't, even if they have a bad game, even if they go through slumps, the growth mindset is everything's a learning lesson. Right? And you, we, we teach them that right before. But there are certain things with my son, Jace, with his pitching. All right? And, you know, he... You know, a lot of times kids can uh, get by and, and and dominate a lot of times without doing the mechanics, right? You and I know that everything is built on the fundamentals, uh, but, you know, they don't know how that works, and some of them skip through it, no matter how many times you tell them. Until they feel pain, something kicks in, and they learn. We were at Pismo Beach for an all-star travel baseball tournament, and uh, he was like the ace pitcher. But, uh, you know, at eight years old, he had a really uh, tough time pitching. And for the first time in between the Saturday and the Sunday game, it was early um, Sunday morning. Uh, you know, we were going to brought a little net to hit into the day before, um, b- before the game and hit some balls. And uh, my wife brought him out. You know, again, we were 
about five hours away from home and uh, and uh, he, he was crying because he didn't feel he was good enough. <laughs> Am I good enough, right? It went from supreme confidence, <laughs> I'm the best pitch around to, because he had, a, he had a bad outing, because again, those fundamentals. And I just took the time, I just said, look, you know, here you are crying, you know, crying. You had a chance to prevent this by having the discipline of doing what I ask you to do, even if you don't understand it, to be coachable to do it. So you can, and that's where I came up with the term, you can learn by tears or you can learn by discipline. So when we're practicing, you know, I'll, I'll talk, I'll, I'll use that phrase, they know what that means. And, and hopefully that improves that practice. But, but I praise them for the amount of effort they give in. And that was something that I immediately um, pulled, you know, from the book. You know, embracing failure, um, uh, again, emphasizing effort, introduced to new experiences, uh, you know, uh, uh, and, and all of those, all of the things that we talk about. But you, you don't want to, if you, if you praise the outcome that they get, uh, what the, the psychology is in the book is that uh, they'll want to cash in their chips, so to speak. Uh, they won't want to risk uh, uh, greater success or even uh, duplicating success. They don't want to be judged, you know, by the outcome. So that's probably the key reason. Again, you know, when they talk about the growth mindset, it's, it's it's pretty simple, especially when you become aware of it. Or you know, it was for me. So reading the book, um, I think will be uh, just like the perfect coachable kid. Here's a couple things. And this is really important, I think. And uh, some things that along your journey you may have experienced or you will experience. Right? It's, it's very, you know, important that they're just not taught uh, these, this mentality only with sports. It's with school. It's with how they behave. It's, it's with everything. All right? If they offer excuses, if they don't have that mindset, if they show fear, right? Uh, you know, I take a lot of responsibility as a parent that this growth mindset, I see where that fixed mindset, you know, may, may come up, you know, over and over again, right? In, in regular conversations about, I don't know, cleaning up the room or homework or something like that. So the growth mindset and not that fixed mindset is in how they attack you know, everything, right? Um, it's really important. A and I look for opportunities every chance I get. I tell stories about failures and setbacks, and, you know, there's always those bad games, and I, I create the story. I, I think I've mentioned it a couple times already that my son is going to the regionals for this free-throw shooting contest in a, in a, in a couple weeks. And uh, last year, he, he won, you know, the local competition, and... I tell you, it, it, he he practiced hard. We had our chart, and he shot a hundred free throws, and really confident. We you know drove I don't know a couple hours away to the event, and I'll tell you, Jace, he he was primed, he was ready, used all the mental things that we talked about. He was confident. He wore his uniform. He did he did the part, and he went up against I don't know like about eight kids that didn't have the form, didn't have the body language, could barely throw it up, <laughs> it seemed like. 
And and Jace was uh he was warming up, you know, boom, 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 boom. And I bet in the in the, the you know, they did a little round robin when uh the practice shots, I mean, he must have I don't know, hit twenty two or twenty five. But when his first time, right, everybody was quiet, everybody was lined up. You know, not only Jace, but uh, none of the kids shot well. The uh, the best score was 14, and Jace got 13. And um, it was crushing. It was crushing. I mean, uh, that was hard for me to see him so crushed because it was such a drop-off. It wasn't like he kind of performed, all right, and then he dropped off a little, and somebody was there and lost, right? We did not go – we did not leave there uh, – I mean, I grabbed him, I hugged him, my little boy, you know, and uh, as he just walked out crying, nothing that he expected all the way up until the shooting, right? <laughs> the actual contest himself. Long drive home. And it was tough for him. And, and he, he said to me, he goes, Daddy, I don't want to enter this contest next year, <laughs> right? So that's about a one year ago today. And, uh, you know, we talked about it, I, I remember a couple months afterwards, and you know, I want to, you know, I'm not going to let him shy away from it. Um, but uh, he, I remember it was a couple months later and just, you could just tell in his body language the thought that, oh man, he was just the thought of failing again was, uh, <laughs> he was really viscerally feeling it in his body. Well, you know, again, I'm looking for opportunities. All of my kids' mistakes, uh, you know, and so, hey, and I, 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 I tell him, I say, hey, look, you're here now doing this again, all right, repeating, and that loss and that heartbreak and those tears played a part. Same thing with that, the same situation. He got his fundamentals down with that pitching, tears, pain. I want them to embrace pain, embrace failure, and see the longer term of the years, you know, little kids, right, especially, you know, five to eight years old, they, they don't see next year or the year in, in a process, but it does move by fast. And so it's our job uh, to, you know, uh, so the, the, the growth mindset is loving the challenge is to create stories and, and, and spin every story that a challenge, hey, you just faced a challenge. Here's another and here's another one. You know, we sell them, we persuade them, we hypnotize them into loving the challenge. You know, we, again, I talked about the effort, right? Resilient in the fa face of setbacks. Small setbacks, big setbacks. You know, I look for ways to talk about them over and over again with this growth mi mindset in mind. A new strategy and systems to keep on learning. All right? But here, here's the thing about it. And, and we'll talk about this a lot. Is One thing is that, you know, I don't know what it's like in your uh, situation, you know, uh, with your your spouse, but a lot of times someone is really pro sports, understands sports, the psychology of sports, they played sports at a high level, and then one uh, sometimes isn't as much and lets the other one just take over. And then I guess traditionally it, it might be the man. But here's the thing: is that you know, I don't believe the other parent has to be as intense. <laughs> they don't have to be as into it. One can definitely take the lead. But that one has to be strong enough to support the plan, sees the plan, lives the plan, is interested in the plan, puts some energy into it. Because that incongruency, that inconsistency, the, the kids can sense that. Now, again, you know, we talk about 
performance in sports, but really this is performance life. This is personal development. We do the sports to develop them. So, you know, to have a kid who is really coachable and does all this growth mindset in sports and does really well, but can't do it with their basic challenges in life with their friends, doesn't have that growth mindset, that fixed mindset with their friends and getting along with friends and can't overcome those obstacles or is shy, doesn't do well in school. You know, I, I don't know about you, but I got a higher standard for, for my kids uh, than just being great at sports and just having this, this mindset we're talking about just in sports, and I, I'm, I'm sure you're the same. But here's the thing. I have to make sure I am living this growth mindset, all right? I make a lot of mistakes, right? But I accept them, and I, I see all the challenges as a leader of our family, that I, I, I frame this as challenges, I communicate them as challenges, you know, that I give the effort, whether I succeed or not, how I handle any setbacks. So like I said, I think this book is a total, for me, it was a total game changer because it wasn't, you know, just how to make my kids great in sports and be great and coachable and, and go through that journey and get the most out of themselves, but also them at school in all areas of their life. But the other thing, it made me step up and realize I had to lead by example. Your wife, your husband, your, your spouse has to lead by example. So if this whole culture and this thinking is with all your family, all right, uh, then, uh, then that's how it's all going to work. You know, my daughter, I just remember a couple times I, I created this, and, and I'll probably have a separate podcast about this process that we do, is that, so uh, she was, you know, uh, a nine-year-old and a 10-year-old, you know, travel all-star softball team where uh, for the first time, you know, she wasn't the star player and she was just a role player. Didn't mention this. And, and when we were practicing and uh, having a struggling day and she said that she looked at me with those big blue eyes of hers and said, Daddy, am I good enough? You know, and I held her tight and said, yes, you are. And, and in that moment, I kind of created this, this thing that we do. Because I told her, I said, look, you will be the most improved player on this team. This is what they're going to say about it. And I said, this, 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 and this. All right? I planted the image of how she was going to come back from this challenge and how specifically she was going to do it with hustle, getting to practice early, saying yes, coach, uh, leading the cheers even if she isn't the one who got the great play or the big hit, to volunteer, do the cheers. All these hustle, this mentality thing. And you know what? I have this on video. I'm the video guy, by the way. If any of my uh, local uh, dads, they, they know that, right? So sure enough, I don't know, a couple months later, uh, being the, the most improved and not necessarily an award and how her coach spoke of her was exactly what I told her in that moment. How to uh, overcome this uncertainty, these setbacks, these challenges, these so-called failures is to imagine uh, what it's going to be like for the rest. You know, and, and I'll tell you, I call it uh, what the coach is going to say about you at the year-end banquet is the exercise I call it. And so we, we've done that in sports since. And I'll, I'll tell you, you know, I, I did post this on this YouTube channel. Is a little two-minute speech that the coach gave about my son. 
after finishes his eight-year-old uh, year and tackle football. And I'll tell you, that was a two-year journey. Uh, you know, tackle football, playing seven-year-olds, all the work, not really playing at seven to how it ended at eight. That was definitely a two-hour process of pain, of work, of resilience for the entire family. But how he came through just made it so worth it. I tell that story, I frame that story in this growth mentality uh, to give them uh, the, the knowledge. It's not hope, the knowledge that no matter what their situation is, with enough work and enough hustle and strategy and system, uh, you can turn anything around. And, and uh, you know, that coach, what he said about Jason at that banquet is exactly what I hypnotized him to believe and the standards that I held from that he lived up to that he played. It's, it's, it's bending reality, if you know that, in advance. So you can tell I'm a little excited <laughs> about this whole process. Uh, but again, I want you to, uh, to read that book. It'll, it'll make you a better parent. It'll make you a better person. It'll make you a better father, mother, a better coach to your kids. It'll make... It'll, it, it will, it will, it's a great book. Right? It really shifted my way of thinking. Very simple concept, too. Very simple concept, too. So, All right, so, hey, leave any comments that you have. Leave any comments you have um, on this podcast channel or my YouTube channel. If you have any questions, please do that. Like, love, share the feed. Reach out to me if you want to speed up this process. And I do one-on-one coaching for parents. Right. If you want to speed up this process, uh, maybe, you know, your kid's four right now or just turned five and uh, you want to deal with this uncertainty. You know, you want to figure out yourself in this type of insight, knowing this in advance. And well, that's why you're loving these podcasts. Well, we can speed up the process for you. So reach out to me. Um, how to get a hold of me is in the description of this uh, podcast. All right. Again, leave your comments. Thanks a lot for the likes, loves, shares, uh, comments if you have any questions. All right, school sports and mindset. All right, thank you for listening to uh, this Coach Your Kids Right podcast.